Hey everybody, and welcome to the season finale of the only podcast produced by three winners of IMSA's Spirit of the Race Award. Mm. That is the Check Engine Podcast. Thanks for much, so much for being with us. I'm Nick. I've got the same two co-hosts with me as always. Tristan is here. Yo. And the most excited Andrew ever is here today. Oh man, you know what? I had honestly forgotten about that. We had talked about so much other stuff, but I am... Incredibly excited! Like this dude owes me a new door. Like he came bursting through, <laughs> like he's a fucking Kool Aid man. There's an Andrew shaped hole in my garage door. I'm surprised he didn't arrive inside out. Simply <laughs> like just flipped all the way inside. I out did with consider excitement. driving my car into your home in celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up the steps. This was better. He actually brought alcohol. I did today to That's celebrate. Unusual. This this is. Uh, are you excited that the season's over? Or are you excited for Man, something else? I'm excited for a couple things. Listen, we can't just give it all away at the top. All right, mm-hmm. you just can't do it. All right, fine. Well, we won't. But Andrew's excited. We are men of mystery. We are men of mysteries, and we are not pros. We're just uh, we're just three guys who have a deep passion for the automobile, have a deep passion for car culture and for motorsports, and we know there's a bunch of you out there. Uh, just like us. Um, you can find us streaming on anchor.fm slash check engine podcast or anywhere else podcasts are streamed, but we don't want you just to listen. Uh, we want this to be a discussion with you. We don't want us just talking at you. So, hey, just reach out to us, all right? Um, we have our own website. It's checkenginepodcast.com. We have an email there, direct email. It's inbox at checkenginepodcast.com. We're all over social media. We've got Facebook. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. Andrew's entertaining as ever on Twitter because he's always arguing with somebody who <clears throat> thinks that they know more than he does. It's Twitter. You have to get in fights. <laughs> fights or just be fawning all over Bozzy. We- <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. He's great. He is great. we got to get him on the show. I'm, working, I'm trying to get him on the show because I can't find anyone in the industry who can do exactly what he does. Come on on. Come on on. Yes. Come on with us. Come talk with us. Um, like I said, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're there. Um, find us there. Like us there. Share us there. Um, all of these social things. And also, if you're really, really, really into us, um, you can reach out and support us as well. Or you um, want to give us Christmas gifts because, you know. Yeah. We're heading that way. We're getting We're getting there. Whatever you may celebrate. We're getting there. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Holidays. Holidays. Holiday gifts. Even if it's just a Thanksgiving gift. Yeah, we will. We would thank you for the Thanksgiving gift. I'll take turkey. Gift. I'll take turkey. <laughs> or stuffing without fruit. Yeah, non-fruit okay, stuffing. No, I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> this stuffing is not has the stuffing fruit podcast. That's the most ridiculous thing Are ever. Are you kidding me? But that's for another day. <laughs> because we'll we have, to, we have to, to tell people how to support us. You gotta, so make, that, have... you gotta make that post public. And then we'll share it on the <laughs> okay. podcast. We, we have to tell people... <laughs> how to support us so we can get turkey or stuffing however we'd like. Yeah, if you support us, we can buy our own. Yeah, and have to worry about it. <laughs> so we have a support button at our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash checkenginepodcast. We also have a Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash checkenginepodcast. Anything that goes in there is going to come out the other side next season in 2019 as better content for you, whether it's... Um, 
we're going to more trips that we can talk about. We have better recording equipment, so we just sound better. It makes us sound better than we actually are. More swag. Whatever it may be, it's not going to be pocketed by us unless it's like you specifically designated as like turkey money. That's right. And even that's not pocketing. It's just going to the grocery store. You know what else is really important with podcasts are reviews. Yes. So we need some more reviews. Yes, please. Um, review us on socials. Go to iTunes and review us there. Let us know what you think about your experience. Give us five stars. Or give us four stars and give us suggestions for improvement because that is just as valuable. We will actually listen to what you suggest. Yes, we're trying to make this better for you. So reviews are welcome. So on this episode 33, season finale, what is it that we're talking about? You know, I really think that At the end of a season of a podcast, you really have to look back and see what you accomplished in the year. Especially, you know, this is our first year. Especially season one. Yeah. Yeah. This is big. This is monumental. And what's important for the listeners to remember is that we are right about every fucking thing we say on the show (laughs) all of the time. And we're going to remind you just how right we were. Unqualified correctness. That's right. We're right about everything. (laughs) So yeah, we can do a little timeline, a little self-reflection, maybe what we think could be better. Um, Definitely go over how... Like, Nostradamus has got nothing on us. No. (laughs) Like, we were so right about so many things. I predicted that he would die and he was already dead. That's not predicting. That's not predicting. Oh. Is it not? No, you're just out of the loop. Oh, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> uh, maybe talk about what we're doing for our breaks. You know, that yeah, might I be something so. we can talk about. So how do we want to get this going? Do we want to just go right into how right we were? Or do you want to just kind of give folks a timeline of what, what kind of what, what happened here? Kind I mean, of a... I actually... I actually have one pace lap that we have to oh, talk about. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we got to get into pace laps. I have I one, mixed too. in the season finale and forgetting the format. Yeah. I mean, not professional. It. <laughs> well, it's because Andrew busted a hole through my door and brought beer. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, we just have to talk about this because... Well, obviously, okay, it's related to Ford, clearly, because they're the only thing that's going on in the Yeah, the only thing about. we can talk about because they're the only thing happening. Only but it's thing actually, making news. This one is Lincoln. So Lincoln is making a big marketing push right now, but they don't really make anything. <laughs> they don't. They don't make like a lot of cars or SUVs or anything. So their big push is about this incredible innovation they've had for their new uh, what it, new Aviator, the new Aviator, which is going to be an SUV. Mm-hmm. Something no one's ever done before. Something completely unique in the entire market space. You have my ears. They are innovating door chimes. Okay? All right? Hey, as long as it's not, I'm a Ford. I'm a Ford. I'm, a Ford. I'm good funny. with that. That's really funny. No, so what they did You is, actually said that in tune, too. Yeah, that's yeah. the plan. That's pretty good. Like, you, you found the key. Yeah, I've, I've heard those doors a lot. Uh, Remember, our department does fleet. That's right. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that's and we do, we do a lot with Ford. Yes, Anyways, indeed. what Lincoln's doing is they've partnered with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra to, in their words, score the unique chimes, tones, and alerts. The result? <laughs> God, this fucking stuff. The result? A rich, comma, multi-sensory driving experience. Oh, God. <laughs> From the door chimes? From the door chimes. So okay, basically what so they So if did, you can taste your door chimes, so see a doctor. The, was it just the guy playing triangle on his way home? Listen, you hear it and you hear it, okay? 
No, no. What they did was if they... you see the bold italics there, just <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you can hear bold italics, that's also what go see did. a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. You have synesthesia. Synesthesia. But you're um, right in Lincoln's marketing wheelhouse, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they did is they rang up the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, and they trotted out a percussionist and two violinists, who then plucked and plunked, and they just did like very lightly orchestra. They're not like full ass orchestra. Cause that's what I was hoping for. No, because actually how awesome would it be to have the car start and have the full orchestra tune? Tune. That's I mean, what I was thinking. Like, that would be like, like as soon as you close the door, the light, the interior lights go down and the car starts tuning itself. I mean, that'd be kind of cool, <laughs> but obviously be... they're not doing that. So it's just like literally door open chimes, seatbelt <laughs> chimes done on marimba. Okay. They're, they're, I mean, so Lincoln, that's that's their big push. Lincoln is pushing this so hard right now on Twitter and on all their social media pages. They want you to think that this is like the future. But you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Windows ME when Microsoft started doing like the orchestral stuff. No one no one cares about this. This isn't no one's going to be like, "Oh, oh shit, the Detroit Symphony Orchestra score? Oh, oh my god, we got to get in. We got to get into Lincoln. We got to go now." No one's doing that. They're not going to move cars based on this, are they? No. This... I don't see this having an impact on sales. Maybe you, like, wiggle a needle on some kind of, like, customer satisfaction thing about it being a nicer place to be. But I, I don't I don't think you can say it's going to sell more units. When have you ever heard someone talk about, say, use that phrase for a car? You know what I think about this car? It's so, nice to, be fair, to be fair, I use that all the time. Or, like, a great place to work is the other thing I've heard. Like, really? if, if the ergonomics and the buttons and everything are in the right way, yep. It. I think that's something you notice more when it's completely absent. Yes. When the car's a shitbox. When but, it's a terrible place to be. <laughs> but here's the other thing, like, Lincoln is so sure that this is the highest possible level of luxury. Like, this is a true experience for the user. And while I understand that bad chimes can really kind of make a car hilarious because my dad's RAV4 sounds like an actual microwave. <laughs> like, outside of it not being terrible, no one's going to care. And it, what's, what's it going to come... This isn't going to be like 256K coming through. The, it's not going to be like pristine audio. It's going to be like it's 90 a door Now, how stupid are we going to look if this is the one of the times that we're not right the first time ever... Doesn't matter. That we're not right. And, and then and then get this. Not. And then get this. And then get this. Rolls Royce starts making bespoke door shines <laughs> in 256 kilohertz audio. I'll bet you, low key, if like you us. tell Rolls that you want, mm, I don't know, an 808 drum as your door chime, I'll bet you they would make that happen. Probably. They're all custom made anyway. I know. I'll bet you so, they would actually do that. Yeah. I don't know. I'd love to find out. Rolls Royce, let us know. Yeah, reach out. They're listening, uh, right? Inbox at checkenginepodcast.com. Anyway, or find us on Twitter probably. at checkenginepod. Probably enough trashing Ford Motor Company for this week. Uh, my <laughs> this week? <laughs> for this week, yeah. It, uh, I know it seems like I'm just bagging on them, but genuinely, in terms of regularly updating news and a story that progresses, they're the only thing out they, there. They are the current storyline mm-hmm. as far as auto news It's goes. either that or Tesla and good old Uncle Elon. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And we're getting sick of that so already. So we're not going to touch that one again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to... It's gonna help sales at all. It's not gonna do anything like that. 
man. Very weird. That's such an odd thing to hitch your wagon to. And if this was something that they came out with, you know, sort of 11th hour, you know what I mean? Like, the car has, I don't know, horse leather seats and the finest, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, if they had a real point to make about yeah. the car and then at the last minute, like, also on top of all this luxury. Yeah. But they I, don't have anything. But like it's going to be all the switch gear from a fusion. Yes. And custom door drives. Uh, yeah, basically. Okay. Sounds good. Got it. That's about right. Good job, Lincoln. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey is going to love that one. Oh, damn. I wonder if. I wonder if he was also in the orchestra. What if, what if you wanted a Matthew McConaughey door chime? Why didn't they do that? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I was going to be like, your door's open. <laughs> and then when you close it, he goes, all right, right all right, right, all right. It's Matthew McConaughey gently whispering in your ear about your car. Check engine lights coming on. <laughs> See, now that would sell a car. That would damn near sell me a car. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd be about that. Especially if his face popped up on the nav screen. And then, like, send it to you. Lincoln, we have the better ideas. Not the best ideas, the better Seriously, ideas. Seriously, at us. Oh, God. Reach out. We'll help you out. We'll help you guys out of the doldrums. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Lincoln. I- I've got, so I texted you guys an image. I was traveling yes. for work this week. Um, and I got to the airport and I got to go pick up my rental car. And I was going to be given, they walked me to a Toyota Camry. Mm-hmm. Great. Standard fare. Fine. Standard fare. I'm, just, I'm, I'm quick in, quick out, you know, couple hours, don't, you know, on the road, doesn't matter to me. Does it start? Does it run? Are the tires flat? No? Okay, good. Um, the rental agreement had, like, Sirius XM included. Woo. Whatever. So they're trying it, and it, it wasn't working on the Camry. <laughs> so I didn't care, but the guy at, at the rental company was like, uh, so this, it, the, the XM's not working on here. He's like, is it that big a deal? And I waffled for, like, a second. I kind of went, Wah. And they're like, well, you can have that Cadillac. <laughs> and I'm like, for any extra charge? Like, nah. So I got a 2018 Cadillac XTS to to drive two hours from the Memphis airport. Now, what, what back. size is the XTS? I don't even know. Um, mid-size? Like it's, so, like, about the same size as the Camry or is it, like, larger? It's a smaller, little bit larger than a Camry. I mean, okay. just Cadillacs in general are larger than Toyotas. But, um, so... I get in my XTS. Interior is impeccable. With Sirius XM. No, it didn't work in the Cadillac either, by the way. Oh, my God. I was, I was, That's I was, a punchline. You can't just deliver that like that. I was listening to podcasts all the way down and back because XM didn't work. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I got a, I got a Cadillac for $60. Bucks. Um, and so, the, the, so I'm, the interior was impeccable. The handling was super responsive. Really? It was, and maybe it's just because I'm coming from a truck that I'm driving every day that it might have felt a little bit different, a little bit snappier. Fair. But brakes, you think, I should probably, and you're stopped. Don't even need to push the pedal down. Like, everything about this car, the way it felt, two hours one way, two hours back, amazingly comfortable. Um, everything you can think of, like when you think of like Cadillac and luxury and all that kind of stuff. The performance was there, but I hated it. 
Why? Because it was ugly? Because he could have... Oh, nope. It's because he couldn't change the spark plugs. <laughs> That's not that car. Oh, that was only sorry. that one V8. That was only one V8. Never mind. I hated it because I felt old in it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that That... <laughs> I'm not either making enough money to, or I'm not retired. Like, I don't have grandkids to go pick up. Like, mm-hmm. you, j- you just felt old in it. it well, even, even if you're younger and have money, you're not buying a damn Cadillac. It, it's just weird. I I liked everything about the way it handled, the way it looked, the way it you know felt sitting in it. And I'm just like, I can't wait to get out of this thing. Like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just felt so old in it. That's kind of funny. It's... Yeah. Although I will say it's kind of interesting that a rental car can make you feel a way at all. Where, yeah, because you know, it's you, like you're just given this. It's only kind of your choice. But if you had the Camry, you probably would barely have remembered that you even rented a car. Because that's what the Camrys are. Yeah. Because that's what Camrys do. Oh my God, that reminds me. Uh, that and race and NASCAR. They're the, they're the men in black neuralizer of cars. <laughs> I read somewhere on Twitter, and we won't get into it now. We'll save it maybe for some other time. But I read the most unbelievably bombastic and pathetic review of the new Camry, which probably would have been the one that he drove, (laughs) where the guy was like wailing and moaning about the fact that it was kind of boring. I'm like that. Okay, first of all, what year is it? Why are we having this discussion in 2018? Blaming polar bears for eating Canadians. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's kind of like that's what they do. That's how you sell volume. Yeah, that's what Volkswagen learned. Yeah. You get boring and you start selling tons of cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, whatever. The guy was clearly off his rocker. We'll cover it at some other time. But I think it's funny that... I don't know if I've ever had a rental car so bad <laughs> that it was even memorable. I mean, I, uh, what have I ever rented in my life? I don't even know. I've had a few that have You've rented me. a lot yeah. of cars, though. Yeah, yeah you guys I've, rent all the time. Yeah, I've wanted to gouge my own eyeballs out. We have um, an HHR. Yeah. Die. So. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised I'm still alive. Is the HHR the worst car you've ever rented? That's gotta be close. What was the one in San Francisco that wouldn't so go up the hill? I didn't rent that one. I was riding in that one. And, but, but, but... Oh yeah, the um, Kia. Yeah, it was the like Kia early one. generation. I don't know what's its Kia. I didn't pay attention when I was that young. But those are pretty bad. The ones that I've driven... That were the worst. Probably, probably a the non-updated Chevy Malibu. Mm, um. It oh, was, yep. Mm-hmm. Nick, you almost had to suffer that car with me. Like the Malibu Max ones. That was the one we were going down to Austin. Yep. And we got the Kia instead, which was awesome. Which was fantastic. And the, this this Malibu was like just. Had, was ready to be put out to pasture. For a rental car, it had a million miles. <laughs> you know, the front end wobbled a little bit. And I was like, we're driving this 36 hours round trip. I'm not doing that. And went back and said, do you have anything else? <laughs> and they gave me a lovely Kia Optima. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So, yeah, we should start a like a, a an extra segment or something. Or just an extra little aside, like rental car review. Yeah, there we go. Maybe. First one. First rental car review. There it is. Get a Cadillac, but don't expect to feel young. <laughs> Get a Cadillac if you want to feel old and accomplished. <laughs> hey, hey, some people want that, you know. That's true. That's, that's right. very true, especially when they're renting. You don't want to feel like the boss. Hey, maybe that's like a life hack. Rent a Cadillac if you want to feel like you're the boss pulling into the meeting. There but you also go. have a bad back. 
Yeah, kind of, kind of take a minute to stand up after you get out of it. <laughs> Don't stand up all the way straight quite away, right away. Swing your legs out and go. <sighs> Give yourself an extra minute also so you're not late to the meeting because of it. Oh, that's so funny. All right. Any other pace laps? Or are we going to j- jump into our year in review? Yeah, let's jump. We can jump in. I had a, if we didn't have any, I had a funny-ish anecdote, but it's not worth the time. Okay. All right. Wasn't that funny. <laughs> exactly. So, um, how do you want to start this? We, are we just going to jump into how right we were, or do you want to kind of give folks a timeline of where we were at, or what do you think? Um, maybe we start with a little bit of a timeline. I mean, last year at this time, we had no podcast at all. None. Right. None. Um, we had the idea presented, yes. but we hadn't really done anything about it. A twinkle on Andrew's eye. <laughs> it, was, it was on the way back from Virginia International Raceway. It was. I think we might have talked about it before, though, uh, briefly. I don't even know. Yeah, I think the discussion... Maybe you of... did, but the first I remember talking about it was on our trip home from Virginia. Mm-hmm. That was the first discussion beyond, hey, maybe we could do a podcast, and then... Nothing. We actually, right. <laughs> we, we talked about it for like hours on the way back. Definitely. Which was That's like definitely where about it, a fifth of our trip. Yeah, and that, that was, was a really long ride. Yeah. And that was where it was really born. And yeah. we, we kind of sat on it. And then I think one of us, Andrew, I think brought it back up again, like probably right around this time. And then we, we kind of decided, you know what? Let's get through the holidays. Well, we ordered mics. Well, say it's, we waited through the holidays because it took me four and a half months to get microphones. Yeah, that was the thing. We ordered regular microphones, the Blue Yetis, actually. And it was supposed to be like, I don't know, the good podcast mic that'll start you out and then go all the way through to when you're ready for like pro equipment. And they just never showed up. And literally never. We still don't have those mics. We had to buy a different thing. Yep. Because that's how long it took them to not send them. That's right. So yeah. I remember that. I remember those discussions and how frustrated you guys were getting. Because it was it apocalyptically frustrated. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. But man, so that puts us when? When was our first episode? First episode was in March of this yep. year. Yeah, so that would yeah be basically like five six months. <laughs> yeah. So because well, and I think at at some point one of us said, you know what, let's just get through the holidays and and really dive into it for the new year. Mm-hmm. But then you guys were still waiting on microphones. Yep. <laughs> yep. So end of November is when we decided to do it, and then we waited. A, we said, "Hey, let's wait through the holidays." And I, and I thought to myself, "Great, that'll give me time to get these microphones." <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. But um, yeah, episode one with one microphone, not mm-hmm. the microphones anybody ordered. <laughs> exactly. Eventually, I just bought. That's right. I just bought a different microphone because it had been so unbelievably the, long. The the uh, the 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 pink mic. The pink mic. At my kitchen table, the three of us trying to lean across the table just to make sure that everything sounded good. Um, Those first episodes, we were raw, you could tell. We're still pretty pretty rough around the edges, but... Those are pretty bad. How polished have we gotten, though? (laughs) I've almost thought about delisting those. (laughs) They're pretty bad, but they're also important. The content was... I thought the first car episode, the content was actually pretty good. Plus, it's the journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't just get rid of them. We cover so much in those first episodes that we keep bringing up because we only tell like 20 stories. (laughs) (laughs) On this podcast, you definitely get to see the process. The dream car episode, the second episode, I think it's still one of my favorites. It's good. It's really good. And at that point, we had more than one mic. Yes. So we, we, we got more mics in to record then. Um... 
And it just kept growing. Now we all have our own mics. We moved into a different room where the acoustics are better. And it, you know, is based on feedback from you know, various we, listeners. Various listeners right off the bat, like, hey, it sounds echoey. It sounds like this. Um, it sounds like you're 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 too far away from the mic. We like your content, but it's hard to listen to. Was yeah. literally the sentence that I heard from right. a coworker at the time. So, yeah. uh, so hey, thank you to all those people though. Like that mm-hmm. that helped a lot. Um, by May, we had our first road trip as a podcast, where we vandalized Mid Ohio with all of our Check Engine <laughs> podcast stickers. Every Porta John we went into, the side of every concession stand, so much that it was recognized at a different race yes. later in the year. It still worries me that someone is going to finally care about that. <laughs> like like some law enforcement official or the owner of the person who did all the porta johns could be like, it was those assholes. That would be pretty funny. And then we'd have to like pay them something. I don't know. For Which what? is why we asked for support on Patreon. Yeah. yeah. For what? Though? Just in case. Vandalism? For applying a sticker? Yeah. I, was like, I, I, think, <laughs> I think even in Ohio they have better things to do. Remember, in Ohio they told me when I went into the gas station to buy Yingling, they told me how to get away with drinking and driving. That's <laughs> right, they did do that. I think. Do you want to drive with it? Uh, <laughs> what? If you're, dri- if you're going to drink this while you drive, I suggest you put it in this paper bag. I forgot about Not that. Not only did they tell me how to drink and drive, they also told me the wrong way like here's how you make it the most obvious put that your, you're drinking and your, driving put your old alcohol bottle in a paper bag that was really and put funny. the whole paper bag up to your mouth as you drive that's not going to give anything away <laughs> i wonder i mean it can't be that ohio has uh, brown bag laws because that actually was or is a thing yeah where you can't drink it in public unless it's in a bag correct yeah yep i don't know that's something else we have to look into but if my point is, if they were telling me how to successfully drink and drive, I don't think they're going to care about a sticker in a portage on or 50. Yeah, or 50. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. I won't think about it until the next time you bring it up. That's okay. right. <laughs> Sounds don't good. think about it until uh, we get a warrant. Great. <laughs> Does Wisconsin <laughs> extradite? <laughs> I don't know. Stop. I don't know. <laughs> why can't I be cool about anything? Yeah, why you're just not cool. We've oh just, yeah, we learned that this year. Tristan's not, not cool, cool about, about anything. anything. We learned, yeah. Um, you knew that already. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we we get through the summer months, the dog days. I think the next, I think obviously major milestone was we got our first interview in August. That was huge. And it wasn't with just anybody. We had a bona fide, licensed, currently competing. NASCAR driver who was gracious enough with his time. Josh Balicki, again, a million shout outs mm-hmm. um, for for being so awesome. Um, we also got our ass kicked by a NASCAR driver on a go-kart track. Yeah, it's quick. <laughs> They're pros for know? a reason, Tur- folks. Turns out what do they know? pay him to do it for a reason. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. Um, and it's, you know, I think he might be the first one to tell you, too. Like, it's not like we got a Kyle Busch or a... Kevin Harvick, or like a, a major quote-unquote NASCAR star, but it is a legit NASCAR racer. Check the check the finishing results of any race this year in NASCAR mm-hmm. Xfinity Series. You will find his name. Like, it's 100% for real, and he interviewed us. Like, yeah, he's our, on national on TV show. every weekend. Say, he's say, racing tomorrow from the time we record this. Say, our ISM Raceway, best of luck, Josh. Our sticker made it on his national TV. <laughs> on Road America. We also, we got to call out Mosing Motor Cars. We'll go back to Middle Ohio real quick. We, that was our first race car that we got our sticker on. And the fact that I say first, 
not mm. only in one year is pretty crazy. Mm, super exciting. <laughs> so cool. Dude, and, how psyched would you be if we got our sticker on the Hyundais next year? Oh, I'd love it. I would love it. Leave it to Nick. Uh-huh. Silver-tongued. Silver-tongued bastard. Exactly. <laughs> um, in October, we survived the plague. <laughs> that was big for me. We, was... were, we were all so horribly sick that we couldn't sit down to record it. Well, it's not even like, oh, two of us just handle it because one couldn't make it. Like, none of us could do yeah. anything. I take full credit for getting everyone sick. Thank you. And you're you proud can't of take it, credit for me getting sick. No, no. Because I was already sick. You're just always sick. You're just yes. never not sick. I'm, I'm varying shades of how much coughing I'll be doing mm-hmm. today. But I had all of the various fevers from the Victorian age. Yellow... <laughs> Typhoid, green, scarlet. Typhoid is not a color. (laughs) What color would typhoid be? Kind of puce. Scarlet, my favorite. Let's let's call Crayola. I think that's actually what I posted on Facebook. I was doing my own in-home reenactment of the Velveteen Rabbit. Yes, (laughs) I don't think anyone got that. I did. Don't worry. Scarlet fever. It is. (laughs) And that brings us. To where we're at now, 33 episodes deep, um, a full quote-unquote year under our belts with this. Um, I'll be honest with you, there's thoughts in the back of my mind that we wouldn't make it this far. Like I that, didn't think we would either. Like, we'd get <laughs> we'd get bored with it, or like, there'd just be too much shit going on. Like, Andrew bought and moved into a house, and he's still renovating it. Mm-hmm. Like, job changes going on. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening. And, and all new cars, and... We all got new... I mean... Well, your house is still pretty new, too, Nick. Well, it's a little over a year now that I've been here. Nick had to replace an air conditioner. Yeah, And a right. washer and dryer. Yes. Home renovations. Yeah. You moved, too, Tristan. Everyone moved. Everyone got a new car. And all this, all this stuff going on, and yet we're still... Every Friday, as much as we can, we're in here plugging away we didn't run out of ideas that was like my big thing yeah my big fear was we'd run dry (laughs) i still wake up with that fear (laughs) like and now we've actually got hint in folks we've got like three or four ideas stored up for next year already that we do so we got a good buffer (laughs) to start the year (laughs) off with (laughs) i'm i'm actually really excited for some of the stuff we're going to talk about next year it's It's gonna gonna be be so good yes it's gonna be fun um so yeah that bring i mean what do you guys see I mean, we, there's obviously a lot of stuff we can polish up on, right? Like, so what, I mean, is there something that comes to mind? Like, what could be better? I mean, we've only interviewed one person, so our interview and our interview flow could be much better. Especially interview if it's, flow. If it's three people interviewing one other person, we've got to figure out a easier way to do that. As the, as the engineer, I'd like to see an even more, even better increase in sound quality. I'd like to get arms for the mics so you can we can put them right in our faces and yeah a little bit of you know or headsets yeah for nick mr <laughs> mr turns his head yeah um and i want to look at you both and give you both a conversation <laughs> i'm trying to be polite damn it don't be polite be a podcast host yeah um, no eye contact fine yeah. fuck you guys <laughs> and uh that's not what i meant that's hurtful anyway um you know, i told yo. you before i'm working with assholes <laughs> so i like to get you know arms for the mics and Maybe a little bit of sound deadening to throw up when we're in here and, you know, a couple other things. That's what I'm looking forward to kind of honing my craft a little bit. Yeah, me too. I, I'm not super happy with how fluidly I don't speak a good portion of the time. Like that like exact the, thing. Right there. As, as I'm getting distracted by the thought of, wow, this really sounds like shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like I need to speak a little more agilely. <laughs> 
I mean, that's a good way well to put done. it. Well <laughs> done. He made it finally. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think so too. Um, you know what it is. And that's going to come, I mean, that's just going to come with us getting more comfortable doing this, right? More comfortable in front of a microphone. But at the same time, we don't want to be like so rigid and so like regimented that it gets boring. Yeah, I think that's what, I mean, Andrew was mentioning, you know, wants it to flow better. That's going to be the opposite of rigid and regimented. So Right. Well, I when I listen to the podcast, I really get annoyed at how much I say, um. Oh, yeah, me too. So, vo- like, the vocal tics. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, so, support us, and we'll yeah. get Andrew some vocal coaching. <laughs> uh, yeah, Patreon. Some sound deadening and microphone arms. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, patreon.com slash check engine podcast. Nick a big old headset. Get me a headset. <laughs> like the big cans on the ears. Yeah, too. We'll get Tristan a cough button. Yeah, a mic mute so button. Like in, in the, and, the, and then a, like a dead a dead man switcher. And then if we get the mic arms, you can put them right in your face so I can turn your gain down, <laughs> so you don't hear me through your microphone. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, we we would like to. I personally would like to maybe even get some better quality equipment if we can continue building our audience, continue getting more listens, all that good stuff, continue getting support from the listeners to get better equipment. I really think that. That's some you know next level stuff. Yep. But we've really done very well with what we have. I think. I think yeah. we have too, and that's where I want to. First off, listeners, um, constructive criticism, please. But where do you? I'll s- take insults. I'm say, although I res- I respect your right to just tell me I suck. Yeah, that's cool. I also reserve my right to just ignore you. <laughs> so. Right. So that, how about this? Say whatever you want. If you want us to take it to heart, just make a constructive criticism. Where do you think we could improve? So we um, can have some new season resolutions. Mm-hmm. And then Ooh, I like that. to spin it around, what have we done well? What, like, what do you want more of? Be it you know, content, be it types of discussion, be it you know, what you wanna, who you want to hear talk. Tell Tristan to shut up. Whatever. Um, well, that was actually a question for the two of us. What do you think we've done well? For the listeners, too. But yeah. what, do you, what do you guys think we've done well? I honestly think, and I did not see this coming. What, what's happening? Are you playing footsie? Nick but, is... Nick lost is, my pen. My oh. fidget spinner's gone. What am I going to do? <laughs> I actually found one of those. Totally off on a tangent. I found one of those at work. I don't understand. This is way better. I just, well, yeah, I totally agree. A pen is better than the Oh, God. Oh, no, not in the mic. Tristan's <laughs> going to be so mad. Yep. Goes back to... Nick's track is gone now. <laughs> I accidentally deleted it. Anyways, well, one of the things that we've done very well at that very much surprised me, because it was my biggest concern going in, is exactly keeping new episode formats, new content, all this new stuff going as we've continued to build episodes it didn't to my mind it didn't get stale we didn't repeat episode format too often we didn't repeat topics too often before decide that's not my fault yeah that's just that's the, that's, that's, that's the, just the news cycle yeah we i think <laughs> we did really well progressing from one to the other yeah and i think we kept the core concept i mean part of part of the attraction for us to this was how much as we say in our intro how much we enjoy these conversations that we've had for years in all different kind of places where it's it's good if sometimes heated discussion it's you know it's i think it's interesting um the biggest thing for me that was like yeah i think we're definitely doing the right thing is actually my mother who is not a car person says to me 
like I like listening to your podcast because you guys are fun to listen to. Even if she has to like sit there on her phone with Google and look up what the heck we're talking about, <laughs> like you got to take it with a grain of salt. It's you know your mom. You know how much true. do you take that as you know true you know criticism or not? But you know it's something that if she's willing to at least because as I mentioned, cars are not her thing. If she's willing to repeatedly listen to the three of us discuss cars, there's got to be something else entertaining going on, and I think that's. That's my thing. That's I think we've done that the best is keep keep close to our core concept of just us talking about cars because we thought it was entertaining. What what I like, what I think we've done really well, and I think Andrew as the as the brainchild of this whole thing, the the statement that you set out, you you told us early on when we we set up set about doing this, and it's something that I actually repeat to people when they ask about what we're doing, is. The automotive industry, like, you can discuss it a different way than it has been done for the last 30, 40, 50, whatever years. Yeah. And that's really what we've done. We've kept, you know, we've talked flying cars. We've talked video games. We've talked all of those different things. But it still centers around the car. Like, we're talking, we're doing things a different way. That's what I try to keep in mind because... And this really transitions really well in the next into the next segment. I do what I can to try and build episode ideas and format, you know, my blogs and stuff like that, so that they are a very different voice from what you often hear. So much of the automotive coverage is very meek. It's very. I think that I think they're unexpressive. There's, there's three flavors, in my opinion. There's the press that covers the auto industry practically from within the auto industry Mm -hmm. where that's, that's kind of meek. You've got the, you know, everybody trying to be another top gear. Yes. Where it's, it's car show as entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily like about the car, about the cars. They bring that up because clearly the hosts, well, not even in all cases, but a lot of cases, (laughs) the hosts are actually car people, Uh but the, the show or, writing or other stuff is meant to be the entertainment not the cars right um and then there's kind of the like internet stepchild of the two where jalopnik let's say exactly where everybody else is then trying to be jalopnik it was one of those three things it's in, I totally it's, agree. it's in the industry journalism jalopnik or top gear clones mm-hmm. and and my biggest issue with specifically the jalopnik format which i very much do not want to be is that they try to do all of the cars as entertainment business, but keep all the same jokes as the old industry insiders. And to me, it just, it, I can't stand it. I really go to Jalopnik almost daily to hate read it. And, um, but you're get still banned just, from the comment just, section. Just crying, regularly. crying and raging. And <laughs> yeah, I do steal, um, some of their content so we can cover it from a different angle, but, but way. to be, uh, to be fair, we can almost put this in the, we were right section we need a whole other section about topics we've done that then jalopnik has done that's true that they, is true that happens a lot which leads us perfectly into the coup de gras of this episode oh god we were right <laughs> we were right and i never genuinely i thought that we were just going to be talking a load of crap and at the end of the year we're going to be like well, that was pretty rough. Wow, we suck at this. <laughs> so what's our batting average? <laughs> we don't have one. <laughs> but you know what? We actually managed to do some things that were pretty interesting. I'll start with one that 
I took very personally. So in the middle of our season, the middle of the year, I did a three week long series on Nissan <laughs> where I effectively shut the company down, which I think was pretty cool. <laughs> no, no, but I did rip on them for making uninspired, boring cars, then creating a halo car to attract people to the brand and not backing it up at all. The week after I wrote my third blog post, Nissan announced not only that they were bringing the Juke back, but <laughs> that they were bringing the Juke, which was the second second one I wrote, I think. Yep. Yeah. It was number two. Was number two. And I just shit all over the Nissan kicks was the replacement. They're going to bring the Juke back with similar styling. So they just did everything I told them to do. <laughs> That in was, that specific article. That was amazing. When you said take something, you know, you were taking something personal, I was I thought you were going to bring up um, how Skoda built the dream car that you That's built. That's another thing. <laughs> Skoda stole my dream car idea basically word for word. They took the exact interior. They took all of my ideas. It was not exact interior. Yeah, it was. Their interior was red. Yours was lime green. I don't trimmed. even care about this so. color thing. We're not... Listen, they stole my car. But it was close. They, they just chose a different close. colorway. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's colorway. Yeah. <clears throat> that one. That one. I felt really good about. You know, whatever. That car had been in development for probably like ten years at this point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was right. Yeah, totally and, right. and even if it's like okay, even if you take that, it was in development for however many years. You know, who knows that even in, like, car journalism. That's true. The fact that you can take and look at the company and say, this is what you need to do, and you, one person, entirely amateur, non-professional car podcaster, can come up with the right answer. That's pretty impressive. That's impressive. That's and, very impressive. And it's not the only time we've done it. No, that, not at all. Because that segues nicely into my absolute greatest hit. Yours this, is really This good. season. If you go back and listen to our episode on kind of king for a day where if mm -hmm. you were running a car company, what would you change? Basically listen to my section on, on Volkswagen. <laughs> That's right. And, that was so good. And it is exactly what it. Volkswagen did. Like two months later. Yeah. They, they, everything, they reemphasized the quality of their interiors. Mm -hmm. They upped their tech level. Mm -hmm. They reemphasized their, the German engineering. They brought the fun advertisements back. Absolutely. Like, better get it. Better get, better a, get Jetta. a Jetta. And then, then like, Literally, especially for that new Jetta, and it's spreading now. <laughs> I remember watching that commercial being like, those German bastards. <laughs> <laughs> because I called it a mile away. Everything. And that's like, so if you go and listen to my segment on what Volkswagen should do, they did exactly that. And so we are, you know, definitely able to reproduce this success. And I think that's pretty neat. That's pretty crazy. Um, I want to, I mean, look, we can talk about Ford. <laughs> Again, I mean, but just think. Remember our very first episode, the very first pace lap we talked about was the Ford CEO. Well, yeah, it was, yeah, that's right. It started our podcast. It did. It's still a pace lap in November, <laughs> circling back with Lincoln and a Matthew McConaughey goddamn reference. That's right. No, we were like, oh, we'll see what circle. happens when the when the new CEO, oh, yeah. CEO comes in. And then we go to the Tinder episode, and we're all swiping right on Ford because mm. of how great they had done to that point. Yeah. And then when they had to make the announcement about the cars, we're like, this is the dumbest idea ever. Yeah. And, and I think, and honestly... Now, I, will, I will admit that I, I said as a business nerd, I was intrigued by, by a company, especially someone that size taking a, someone, a company that size, taking a risk like that, and I yeah. wanted to see how it turned out. 
I didn't think it would work. And none of us did, and no, it turns and I, out... And I think that's something that, like, we, we recorded and released that emergency break episode, like, in two days. Yeah. And, honestly, regular car media was still talking about the announcement, and we had already jumped to implications. Yeah, well... And the, what and we thought would happen. Because immediately after that, Ford's stock price went up, and that's literally the last time it's done that in four months at this point. What's so interesting to me... And that's me, what we said would happen. Yeah, that's exactly what we said. What's so interesting to me about the coverage on Ford now, people are still kicking that can down the road. It's still... Uh, just wait. It's it's going to happen. It's going to go up. It's going to go up. It's going to go up. Well, they're building trucks for Volkswagen now. It's all turning around. Man. Maybe. <laughs> I, what's so interesting is that I don't know... You know, I'm not a business guy. I don't know what short, medium, or long-term results truly are when it comes to like stock price, when it comes to a business. Or what they should be. But, like what you're shooting for. But what is what is short term? It can't be less than six months. I mean, it can't really be more than that, right? Because I mean, if you're steering a ship that big, you would have to go half year. And like, you can't even, I wouldn't even go to a quarter. No, I, I, I don't think you can count quarterly results as even a short term. That's, that's what I was yeah. thinking. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, they're still kicking that can. They're still saying, hey, better, better days are coming. And, and I, I'm always open to being proven wrong. And we'll see. We'll see. But so far, we've been devastatingly correct on Ford. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really, really scary. I'm going to throw this one out there as a we were right and another thing. Tesla heat check. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out and we were right. right. That's all I have to say. Everybody is out. And we were right to be out. And also, Elon may be out. He is out. He's, he's out. out. He's Elon out. Elon is out. Yep. Two-year ban. Funny, funny story, actually. <laughs> Segway from Tesla. All the stuff that we were always talking about, my mom, you know, because she knows, again, interested in this kind of thing. Um, she's moving to a new job. One of her future co-workers was very proud because he had purchased his Model S. Oh. Um, and she and he was talking to her about it. And in the back of her mind, she had known <laughs> that we rag on Tesla a lot. And she's yeah. kind of like, yeah, is that really a good car, though? And actually texted me. And was like my coworkers all excited about getting his Tesla, and and he's like, so what what do you think? And she's like, kind of like with like a dot 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 at the end, sure. kind of implying that she knows that I wasn't gonna be a big fan. <laughs> and she texted me, I think just yesterday, yesterday or the day before, saying that her <laughs> her coworker was out for a drive, and the weather got cold. He Ooh. turned the heater on and he got stuck. <laughs> he ran out of juice and had to get towed because he turned his heater on. Yep. That is the problem with electric cars. It's, it's kind of real. In any part of the Midwest. I'm sorry, it is. Unless you're in California where the weather's good and you've got superchargers everywhere, they are not the answer yet. Yes. And we were right about that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Absolutely. But, I mean, there's all this we were right stuff. We haven't even talked about Nick yet. We haven't even I talked know. about all the stuff that he got right yet. Because he was batting a thousand. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Have you heard of a guy called Scott Dixon? <laughs> have you met Scott Dixon? Have you met Scott? If you've if you've listened to this podcast, you have. You, if you've you, read you, our blogs, check out you have. You have. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into stats and numbers, but uh, like his career stats, you can read the blog for that. Check into podcast.com. Um, I think it was. Yep. End of May, early June, we started talking about, hey, remember that Dixon guy that we blogged about? He's 
got on a pretty hot streak lately, like a, a first, third, a fourth, a first, a third, a fourth. And he held on to it all the way through the end of the year, wrapped up his fifth championship um, in a series where I said not a, n- a lot of numbers, but I'm just going to throw this out there. Last year's champion, Joseph Newgarden, had an average finish this year mm-hmm. of seventh. Okay. Out of 20, depending on the race, 24 to 33, if you count Indianapolis, right? Sure. At least 25. Yeah, we'll say average. 25 average <laughs> yeah. per yeah. race. He finished seventh out of 25 average. That's pretty damn good. That's good. He finished fifth in the points. Wow. With a seventh average. Okay. That's how competitive that series is, and Dixon's won it five times. That's really something. That's crazy. Nick told you. He said, hey, watch that Dixon kid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Indy 500, Will Power won it. He was one of my three favorite picks. That I think he was? he was my favorite number two. That Check the blog. Check, en- check enginepodcast.com. It was up there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we get right? I mean, I got to say, the racing ones were really impressive to me. The other thing that you did say uh, at your indie preview was talking about the indie body kits, which we will cover or will have covered by the time this comes out in the end of the year racing, racing roundup. review. Uh, you we said haven't was, thought of a name, clearly. We just <laughs> right. called it two different things. <laughs> well, you said there was going to be more competitive racing. You said it was going to be uh, faster more exciting, and it was all that from what I... It was all of that. The oval still needs some work, as mm-hmm. you will have heard by now on the Racing Roundup time, episode. Time is a funny thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you talk about mid-Ohio, a bull ring of a track, no yellows to bunch the field up, over 180 passes for position. That's pretty sweet. That is incredible. Road America had even more than that, I think. But Again, no, no yellows push. on Road America is really impressive with a new body kit like that. Yeah. So You would think they would literally just be crashing all over the place. <laughs> but they know what they're doing. That That's why, again, that like we were talking about Josh, that's why they pay them to do it. They're pretty good. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Did Another we thing one? we're right about. I totally forgot about this. <laughs> you remember way back towards the beginning of the podcast when Cadillac announced that they were going to make a mid-engine sports car, and I said, bullshit, that's going to be a Corvette. <laughs> you remember that? Nick doesn't remember anything about that, does he? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I got no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. That was one. That was one of them. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'll have to give it to you, but I don't like it. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Here's a hot one. Here's a hot one from, what, it'll be two? No. The week after? I'm trying to remember when we were talking about, um, yeah, it would have been the racing roundup. Okay. So the week after the listeners hear that episode. <laughs> so the week they're hearing this episode? Shh, I don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear any words. Anyways, uh, something new just happened today. We posted on the blog. Oh, yeah. Not on the blog, on the Facebook page. IMSA announced that they are bringing for real Hyundai Velocers into the Michelin, Michelin Cup now. Michelin Pilot Cup. Michelin Pilot Cup now, which I talked about on that episode saying if Hyundai does this, if they were to bring that I-30 chassis that just won the constructors in, Pirelli World in PWC, they could do that. All they have to do is engineer the body, bring it into IMSA, but they're only, they, I think that they're only going to do that if they're going to sell the N. Hey, they've done it. They so brought them over. It we, remains to be seen. Maybe the We Were Right 2019. If the is going to contain 
they they, they did make the Velociraptor in volume. Yeah, I'm I'm really really excited to find out now. Uh, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm not as big a Hyundai fan as you, obviously, but I'm excited for the for the series and for that class because it was essentially just an Audi spec series. So the fact that there's going to be some variety in the <laughs> yeah, TCR I'm sorry, we didn't class mention. Yeah, it's going into TCR and is going to be is going to be fantastic. Yeah, really. For a while there, it was just the MQB Cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but that's really that's a that's a fresh one. I'm excited. Um, we had. A hell of a first year. Yeah. We were right about a lot of stuff that had caught us off guard. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I have absolutely no hopes that this will continue no. into a second season. I, absolute yeah. beginning I had luck. no hope that it was going to happen in the first place. Exactly. And I was gobsmacked by it happening the first time. Mm-hmm. It is absolute beginner's luck, so don't expect it again, folks. But uh, we were right about a ton of stuff. W- that's why we're celebrating now. We're exactly. celebrating now. We're with beer and because other things. Um, what do you guys? Uh, what do you guys plan on doing during the break? I want to come up with some very clear ideas for what we want to do next year. I want to line our plans up, create a little hierarchy, a little spending chart from all our uh, generous Patreon and anchor donations. Yes, I want to make this better. I want to keep it going. I want to make it better. Yeah, to to that end, it kind of. Our new season resolutions are going to line up pretty well with that. I'm going to be trying to do some hardware and software research, um, making trying to get the best sound out of these three mm-hmm. idiots behind a mic um, as I can. <laughs> um, that's Tristan's that's job is to make us sound way cooler than we are. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> I'm trying my best. By to... the way, the last episode sounded really good. It good. did. I thought good. Um, well done, Tristan. And. Uh, so that's going to be my podcast work um, as far as the actual recordings go. The other thing I'm going to work on is utilizing um, this neat thing called a calendar. What's that? Um, it's a thing that allows, it's got dates on it, and you can put stuff on the dates, digitally or physically. Hmm. Um, and then when it rolls around, you'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> I should do that today. So that I'll ever write a blog on time. Yeah, that'd be nice. That might that that would help. That'd, that'd be, be great. Because whenever it's mine, it's always the you know Friday late blog. <laughs> the gap week. The gap week or yep. three. Or yeah. three or whatever. Um I wanna start, I think, just to challenge myself, I want to get more creative with episode ideas. That's gonna be something I'm thinking about over the break. That's the thing. I gotta replenish the uh the old idea book. It's basically <laughs> empty at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we made it a year though. Yeah. That's impressive. I didn't think we'd get this far. So I wanna try to help Andrew out with the episode idea portion. Um I actually wanna start talking about not talking about, well, I guess with you guys or other people, different business sides of this. Um mm-hmm. merchandising. I wanna uh see what's out there as far as like LLCs and business bank accounts and those types of things. So um, we can actually utilize, again, what's coming in on the Patreon. We have a place to put it, mm-hmm. basically, yes. when we go to yes. redeem. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to handle that end. It's, you know, as much as I love doing this, as much fun as it's been, I'm looking forward to having a, a few Fridays off just to kind of relax. Sure. Um, kind of clear your head a little bit. And, uh, Come back at it super strong next year. I'm going to be watching a lot of basketball because that's what I do when racing's over. <laughs> Unless you can find, like, I will be that guy who at, like, 3 in the morning on CBS Sports or Velocity, there's, like, British Touring Car Championship from sure. last May. I'll be tuning in. <laughs> Time-shifted racing. Yeah, I'll be, definitely, I'll be definitely tuning into some of those just to try to get my fix. 
Um, and then my last, what I'll be working on over the break, because I want to kind of make it a, what do you fans think? Something we've been bandying around for a while is occasionally trying to do video recordings of these podcast sessions because absolutely i think as entertaining as we are in an aural sense i think we're going to be equally entertaining to your to your eyeballs just really liked how you hard pronounced that a yeah because it's not an oral sense (laughs) (laughs) but yes i mean um, it could be some of the times when you've heard us on here laughing as hard as we have has come from like a facial expression or something silent that i think would just yeah that would add another another element to this thing i mean come on let's be real here we're all just want to do more video segments because they get more engagement well that too I'm I'm not beyond being mercenary. <laughs> no, no, no. I also think it would not. be fun. It would be. It would be fun. We've had good success with them as the we've, co- as the we've done of, them already. A couple of face Facebook. Uh, one of our Facebook lives from Road America. I got a notification. It was like that weekend. It was the third most popular video produced in Wisconsin. Yeah, hey. <laughs> getting on the charts. So, Come on, that's something cool. And we're and we charted in Australia this year. Yeah, we did. <laughs> good day, Aussies. We've got listeners in Japan. We got listeners in Japan and Korea. Mm. Um, it's a beautiful thing. It's great. Canada. We got listeners. I mean, it's it's been a it's been a whale of a year. Um, super thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Andrew for bringing this up. For I kind of, kind of pushing this on us. I honestly don't remember this being my idea at all. I don't think it was. Definitely your idea. Definitely oh, your idea. Okay. <laughs> and then you got and then you got Andrew about it and kind of forced us into doing it. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, thank you. It's been it's been great. I've had way more honestly. I've had way more fun than I thought it would be. I really don't think this was my idea. It was your idea. It was your idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, honestly, I, mean, I thought this would be work. It is. Like, it is like, a little work. Yeah. If we want to make it good, we got to work at it. But no, I think there's a difference. I think there are things that take effort, and there's work. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And gotcha. this is a thing that takes effort. But it is not work. Agreed. If you're doing what you enjoy, you don't work a day in your exactly. life, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, is it about time that we sign off on the 2018 I think season? so. The only thing I was going to ask is if anyone has a car of the year. It can be for any reason for... Oh, wow. What, what do you think the car of 2018 was? I think it's clear. The car of the year is the Tesla Model 3. The one that wasn't produced? That's right. The one that had headlines for the entirety of the year. The one that's only now being, ship, being shipped. And the one that's now back at Motor Trend. Because remember, we talked about it not completing the lap. Yep. They did a custom build and sent it back to Motor Trend, who's going to run it on the track, which they've never done before for any producer in the history of their magazine. It's the Model 3. It's everywhere. Yep. It's the most influential car of 2018. Yep, I agree. For better or for worse, hate it or love it. It is. It's everywhere. Model three. My pick is um, any car that Ford makes. <laughs> so um, you don't have a pick. Exactly. Bump, bump, oh, oh wait, sorry, sorry. You mean the Mustang? <laughs> ah. The, it. Watch this. Watch this, Tristan. It was the Bullet Mustang. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the a... eye roll was monumental. <laughs> See, that's why we need cameras. <laughs> yep, exactly. Ah, uh, what a year. What a year. Thanks to all the listeners and readers. And um, I just never thought to have an audience 
of any kind of any kind. his I, I, his crazy ideas. I think the two parts that stuck out for me was the first time I saw a like on the Facebook page that I'm like, oh, that must be one of Andrew or Tristan's friends because mm-hmm. I don't know this person. And then you guys asked me, that, do you know? Like the first person that none of us knew. And we all opened it and clicked on that person and said, and then not only that was like, not only were they not friends with any of us, there was no friends in common. Yeah, that was huge. And I was like, oh my gosh. That was huge. And then the couple of times we were at races later in the year, you know, like Road America in August when we had people, we were wearing our shirts and people came up and told me that they recognized the logo. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you must have been in mid-Ohio then. <laughs> <laughs> and then when someone came up and met us and we introduced ourselves and Andrew said, hey, I'm Andrew. And they said, I know, I recognize your voice. That felt really weird. That was that felt really weird to me. <laughs> you got fans. I don't. I, I don't even know. They might have hated it. <laughs> they recognize know. you because yeah. they hate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I mean, for those type of and we're at we're by no means a big podcast, no. but those those little things like it's like damn, up. we're doing something okay here. Keep this going. We're yeah. doing something okay here. Yep. So thank you, international fans. When I saw the first international fan, Ooh, I almost flipped out. It was Take great. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I don't think we need really need to go into like who we're thanking because it's pretty obvious, right? Yep. I was it's gonna, it's I was, everybody. Yep. I was say, I think we can only have one big thank you this mm-hmm. time. Whoever's listened, whoever's read, whoever has come up to us in public, um, whoever has accepted one of our stickers to put <laughs> on their cooler or their race car. car yep. Um, you guys are the reason that that we do this, and uh, even we can't far, thank you enough. Even as far as thanking those that do what Nick asks you to do at the beginning of every episode, if even if you don't like it, if you shared it with somebody that likes it, and then now now they're listening to us, thank you too. Yeah, thank. Really, it is thanks to everyone. If you've engaged with this podcast at all, then you've done your part, and more we, than we ever uh, expected, or maybe even deserved. <laughs> um, and we appreciate every single engagement or effort that's made in person, online, wherever it may be. Um, thanks for a fantastic 2018 season. You guys stay safe, have a good holiday season, and you will be hearing from us again very soon after the clock turns over to 2019. Mm-hmm. So that take- will be hearing from us. Bear in mind, there will still be content for you yes to tide you over yes to make so, your holidays cheerful and bright well what that means is follow us on facebook follow us on twitter at check engine pod instagram at check engine pod we're still gonna be posting on the blog still gonna be check engine we will have content we will not abandon you and we will still be accepting comments concerns questions about previous episodes definitely and we will hopefully be once we get enough addressing them all in 2019 mm-hmm. so. absolutely So, um, as always, we cannot wait to talk to you again, even if it's a little bit longer from the end of this episode, but we will definitely be talking to you guys again. Thank you so much. Good night. Bye. Bye.